Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 212 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today as we uh, continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, covered in July the 26th to August the 1st, Doctrine and Covenants Section 84. And today we're going to look at the section that is titled, um, I Have Access to God's Power and Blessings. And this is found in verses 1 to 5 and 17 to 28. Uh, I like the questions that are, po- that are posed in the Come Follow Me manual to begin with. It says, quote, when you think of the word priesthood, what comes to mind? How often do you think about the priesthood and its influence in your daily life? Study these verses and consider what the Lord wants you to know about his priesthood power. How could you use these verses to describe the priesthood to someone and explain its purposes? Close quote. So th- to really begin with, this is helping us to understand a bit more about what the priesthood is. And I think that our understanding of priesthood, as I've mentioned in the last episode, has developed over time, certainly from 1830 when priesthood authority was being used, but perhaps wasn't as fully understood as we know a bit more today, uh, to the point where today we are starting to understand that priesthood does not just refer to the, the holders of the authority of the priesthood, but actually it applies to a significantly more people. Um, and how everyone has access to God's priesthood power and blessings through numerous ways. So look at this. Let's go into uh, section 84 verses 1 to 5. Now, in these first five verses, it's really just setting the the scene, really. Uh, This revelation being given to Joseph Smith Jr. and six elders, talking about how they are going to be gathered to build the city of the New Jerusalem uh, in Zion, Uh, And it says in verse four, verily, this is the word of the Lord, that the city New Jerusalem shall be built by the gathering of the saints, beginning at this place, even the place of the temple, which temple shall be reared in this generation. Now, this is referring to how there will be a temple um, in in Independence, Missouri. And obviously, as we know at this stage, that there isn't one currently. And the Lord here could be referring to very easily um, a generation as in a dispensation. Uh, For example... Uh, in Matthew uh, 23 and 24, there's other uses of the word generation where perhaps uh, it wasn't a generation as we understand it now, uh, a group that is born and then passes away, uh, such as Generation Alpha and the Millennials and Generation X and so on. Um, but rather, a generation could refer to a dispensational understanding uh, and how uh, that, that works. So that is uh, an, an important point, I think, to make, because some would point to that and say, well, it didn't happen in that generation. But that's how, what the Lord refers to when he speaks of a generation. Um, we then get uh, some names from the Old Testament about who received the priesthood, um, the holy priesthood, that is. And that gives us a bit of understanding about the Melchizedek and where that name comes from. Then we go into verses 17 to 28, and this is where we're going to focus for this, uh, the, the rest of this episode about the power of the priesthood. Now, it says in verses 19 to 21, some verses that you may well be familiar with. And this greater priesthood, as minister of the gospel and holdeth the keys of the mysteries of the kingdom, even the key of the knowledge of God. Therefore, in the ordinances thereof, the power of godliness is manifest. And without the ordinances thereof and the authority of the priesthood, the power of godliness is not manifest unto men in the flesh. So tr- the true power of God, the, the, the real blessing that can come to us as children of God, can only come when the priesthood is being uh, used righteously or used uh, it, the way it needs to be uh, by 
uh, those who hold the priesthood or those who have access to the power of the priesthood. We need to remember at this stage that the priesthood is available to all. The power of it is available to all. It, obviously, we have individuals, um, men who hold the authority of the priesthood, uh, but well, hold the authority of the Melchizedek priesthood. But um, sisters in the church also operate in the power of the priesthood also. When they are called to a calling and are set apart by priesthood keys, they are given the the right to be able to receive revelation and act in power in the, in the standing in which they have. And also as a mother in the home or as a sister in the home, they have the power and the ability to receive revelation and guidance for their family as well, just as men do, but do in their homes. And so I think that we need to understand now that priesthood is something that is available to all. Um, and not just those who hold the authority to, to enact and do certain ordinances of the priesthood. And let's not forget that some sisters do have authority to, to do certain ordinances in the temple as well. So, that's, so that it's not even that that is restricted or not able to be received uh, by sisters in the church. And I think that that is something we need to understand and, and start to un, to have as a common place understanding uh, in our homes and in our churches now. This understanding of priesthood power uh, is so important. Uh, and in April 2018, uh, this was said uh, in a talk called Ministering um, with the Power and Authority of God by President Russell M. Nelson. So if you remember, this will have been um, one of the first few talks he gave as the newly called prophet of the church. Uh, and this was given in the priesthood session uh, there's a quote here that he said that says, so obviously this is um, directed to the brethren of the church. And so he speaks about blessings and so on. Uh, but I think that this understands, as, this uh, applies as well to individuals who have the opportunity to access priesthood power, as President Nelson continued to say to the sisters later on in a later conference, um, who don't do it. He says, quote, now may I voice a concern. It is this. Too many of our brethren and sisters do not fully understand the concept of priesthood power and authority. They act as though they would rather satisfy their own selfish desires and appetites than use the power of God to bless his children. I fear that too many of our brothers and sisters do not grasp the privileges that could be theirs. Some of our brethren, for example, act, they act like they do not understand what the priesthood is and what it enables them to do. Let me give you some specific examples. We know of brethren who set sisters apart as primary young women or Relief Society leaders and teachers but fail to bless them, to bless them with the power to fulfil their callings. They give only admonitions and instructions. We see a worthy father who fails to give his wife and his children priesthood blessings when it is exactly what they need. Priesthood power has been restored to this earth and yet far too many brothers and sisters go through terrible trials in life without ever receiving a true priesthood blessing. What a tragedy. That's a tragedy that we can eliminate, close quote. Really powerful words there by our prophets. Uh, and it's quite clear that, you know, whilst he, we, when we think of President Nelson, we think of many of the changes that may have happened in the church, or we think of uh, the gathering of Israel as, as, this, as a thing that he is called on, or the name of the church and how Christ needs to be the center of it. There are so many things really within a space of three years uh, that our prophet has made has brought to the forefront of our minds as members of this church. But one of the ones which I personally am so grateful for is a clearer understanding of what priesthood power and authority is and how it is available not just to the men of the church, but to every single individual to access the powers of heaven. Um, and this has helped and this has been helped by excellent leadership from Relief Society, primary and young women leaders. 
uh, at a general level and going down to a local level who are starting to catch this vision as well uh, and to empower sisters in this role. And it's no surprise really then that as we have discussed a couple of times, uh, a lot of discussion about councils in the Church News app, there is now this week uh, on the Church News podcast, which I haven't listened to yet, but I will probably be sharing with you at some stage, uh, a discussion about women in councils in the church and their vital role. And so I think that that will be uh, an interesting thing to go along with this. Very quickly, just to conclude here, uh, we have here in verse 24, an interesting insight into the history of the priesthood. Uh, we had a discussion about Melchizedek priesthood, how that um, came from the Lord through Adam, through the prophets uh, of the dispensations, uh, right through to Moses. And then we have this in, this dividing part where the children of Israel at the time of Moses were not ready uh, to accept the blessings of the Melchizedek priesthood. And it says in verse 24, but they hardened their hearts and could not endure his presence. Therefore, the Lord in his wrath for his anger was kindled against them, swore that they should not enter into his rest while in the wilderness, which rest is the fullness of his glory. Therefore, he took Moses out of their midst and the holy priesthood also. And the lesser priesthood continued, which priesthood holdeth the key of the ministering of angels and the preparatory gospel, which gospel is the gospel of repentance and of baptism for the remission of sins and the law of carnal commandments. Close quote. Well, the end of that verse, really. Verse 27. Uh, And I think this is interesting to me because it outlines here in 1832, this understanding of the two priesthoods, the Melchizedek priesthood, uh, which is available to us today, but also the Aaronic priesthood or the lesser priesthood, uh, which um, is able to administer the basic, you know, uh, ordinances that requ- that help us receive salvation, uh, including uh, re- repentance and baptism, or say principles and ordinances, if I say repentance and baptism. Uh, but how the greater blessings were not available to these individuals at this time because of their collective choices. Um and so that power of godliness wasn't manifest at this time with this people. Uh, and I think that we need to understand how blessed we are to have the Melchizedek priesthood on the earth today. And the the, the endowments of power that it can give us in the temple uh, and outside of the temple as well, um, as these priesthood ordinances uh, provide such a direct link and communication and connection with heaven. Uh, the power of the priesthood is a wonderful thing. Uh, and it is something we should be truly grateful for. Thank you very much for listening today. Uh, please join us tomorrow as we continue on through this section and the principles that we find within it, for there is many, many more. This is why it took two days uh, for the prophet to receive this revelation, I think. Uh, please do for- join us on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Uh, and until we meet again.